You are now listening to The Sound of Sanity. This sound will continue for the duration of the program. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Nathan. Welcome to Sound of Sanity. Oh, thank you. I am your humble and obedient host. You, of course, are the preacher who's a teacher of sanity. That's me. And where is the pastor who's a master of sanity? Um, he's, uh, sanely camping out with his family. He is sanely camping out with his family. Sounds it's, like it's, it's, it's what he does. It's been a barrel of, it is what he does. People don't know Jake and his family are homeless. They like to set up tents underneath the bridge. Yeah. In Evansville. Yep. Sometimes police have to remove them. But that's, you know, they find another place. It's it's fine. Well, folks, <laughs> it's another episode <laughs> of Sound of Sanity. <laughs> uh, I wanted to uh, talk about this Bill Burr rant that's been going around uh, to start yeah. things off. So in the conservative space, there's been this rant by comedian Bill Burr from his latest Netflix special, I think of all things. Uh-huh. And it's been making the rounds and I've seen our old friends from daily wire talking about it and our other old friends that I won't mention because they're more friendly talking about it and people are like hooray so bill burr's being honest about abortion or something like that because <laughs> he talks in the thing about how you're you're killing babies yep. basically but i that bill burr like his whole act annoys me a little bit i mean it doesn't annoy me because it's poorly done it annoys me because it's perfectly done in 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 pursuit of something that i think is bad which is a sort of, how would one say it? A cowardly middle ground. A Bill Burr <laughs> offends nobody. That's the thing about Bill Burr. For a guy who's like a shock jock style, sort of like he's, ah, Bill Burr, I say everything that's on my mind. I'm right. full of controversial opinions over here. Like that's his whole thing. That's why you go see a Bill Burr show. But I've never actually seen him say anything remotely challenging remotely provocative, remotely offensive to anyone on either side because he is a perfect master of calibrating his performance such that you know he's winking whenever he says anything at all. And you sort of understand if you listen to him that he probably does have some conservative values. Like So, so in this piece, he keeps saying, you're murdering babies, you're murdering babies, you're murdering babies. I think Bill Burr actually probably does think that, but I also think Bill Burr... He didn't say murder. You're I don't killing, you're killing, you're I don't killing. Yep, 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 you're right. Good nuance. Yeah. He says, you're killing babies, you're killing babies, you're killing babies. Which, you know, people are like, that's refreshing that somebody would say that. <laughs> I don't think it's refreshing at all. I think it's exactly the same thing that, that JoJo the abortion clown or whatever, the, the SNL skit we talked about a few months ago. Yeah, and it's the same thing that various pro boards have been saying for a while. I mean, you can find articles from way back about, yeah, we kill babies here and it's very hard, but we've got to do it. I mean, you could find that stuff. It's been around for decades. Right. There, There's a whole lot of dishonest people who don't even want to name what they're doing, 
who talk with all these what you what you call it words that are meant to disguise. What's the name for disguise words? <laughs> Equivocation. <laughs> yeah, with equivocations and with there's a word that I can't remember, uh. like a word for when you say one thing, but it's meant to cover over. You use like legalese or jargon. No. Jargon. 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 I am jargon. <laughs> Destroyer <laughs> of worlds <laughs> and words. Uh, what's the word? I mean, it's an um. easy word. It's uh, but <laughs> Sorry. but yes, they say lying things. But then there's another group of more honest people who are like, yes, we're killing babies, but it's necessary to kill babies, just like it's necessary to make all kinds of difficult decisions in a philosophically, socially advanced world. And so I think Bill Burr's just doing that. Basically, he's 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 saying he's saying exactly what a lot of people honestly think, which is because in, if, if I don't really recommend that you watch it, but if you watch it, you'll see he says. Yeah, we're killing babies, but also people are stupid and there's way too many of us and there's plastic in the ocean. And so good thing. Good so, job. So good thing. But and then he kind of wants to he he does want to be provocative and be provocative by telling some version of the truth, I think. So he's like, "But you're killing babies. You need to understand you're killing babies." Right. Like, which a lot of Christians have applauded him for, conservatives have applauded for. He has this metaphor where he's like, "If I bake if I put a cake in the oven, and then you come and you smash my cake before it can bake. And you say, well, it wasn't a cake yet. But it was going to be. Yeah. It was going to be. That's right. And he's just so good. You know, I've watched, I, I do like Bill Burr, I guess. I mean, I don't, I'm not like a huge Bill Burr fan. I've never like listened to a whole special or anything like that. But I've watched clips and stuff like that. He's pretty funny. But he always does this. He'll talk about child discipline. He'll talk about men and women. He'll talk about women's rights. He'll talk about these things, and he'll say stuff that <laughs> we would basically agree with, yeah. uh, pretty provocative stuff. But it's, uh, but I never assign any kind of heroism or actually moral courage to him, actual moral courage, because he just manages. He's incredibly sophisticated, especially for a guy whose delivery is so ostensibly blunt. Like, mm -hmm. you don't... You don't catch him doing much of anything besides just screaming into a microphone over here. Mm -hmm. But he's very sophisticated in the way that he manages to sort of wink at the other side of the audience. Oh, yeah. Say, yeah, I'm making fun of women right now, but you understand that I understand that that's not okay. You understand that I understand that I don't do this in my real life. You understand that this is... Mm -hmm. He manages to do that on the one side, and then he manages to wink at the other side of the audience, our side of the audience, and say, but come on, actually, there's some truth here, right? Mm -hmm. Like, actually, yes, I'm winking to them because I have to, which I just find the whole thing... Reminds you of evangelical leaders. Yes, it does. It does, <laughs> actually. That's a, that's a a great parallel. It's it's incredibly disingenuous. I think he's... I, I'd go so far as to say, short of I might actually not say short of anything. I think he might be one of the most disingenuous, disingenuous rhetoricians in uh, American life right now. Because at least somebody like Kamala Harris is just like, I'm a crazy devil person. I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like she's relatively unsophisticated in her attempt to pretend mm -hmm. to be anything but a, 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 a demon mother. Uh, Whereas Bill Burr actually does a good enough job that a lot of conservatives have embraced him and a lot of liberals have embraced him and just everybody loves Everyone Bill Burr. Him. Yeah. And it gives you a little bit more respect for the old school, truly nasty people like George Carlin or somebody like that who's who's just like 
no, I actually am hateful. (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't want you to like me. I actually want you to deal with how hateful I am. I don't think we really have anybody like that in in comedy anymore. And I don't follow comedy real closely, but I think everybody's favorite. Norm MacDonald was maybe the last one, and now now he's dead. So I don't, I don't know that there's any, you'll often hear people say comedians are the only ones that can, in our culture that can actually tell the truth. And insofar as Bill Burr is telling the truth when he says it's killing babies, mm-hmm. I, I guess that's true. But it's also true that I don't know that we have any actual comedians that tell the truth anymore. And I don't think that Bill Burr actually is one of them because he's, he's winking as he does it. And you might say, well, that's the job of a comedian. Well, there's winking and there's winking and... Bill Burr's doing the latter, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Any other thoughts about that, Ben? I mean, nah, not really. Not really, but conservatives shouldn't be impressed. No, I mean, no. Well, it's just uh, one of the reasons that it bugs me is it smacks of desperation. It's like we feel so insecure in our position and in our cultural standing that, that just anyone who says anything that sounds like something we can latch on to, who, who, who Anyone who's vaguely doing anything that's on our side, quote unquote, we want to own that person. We've, done, we've talked about this before with people like Joe Rogan, where it's like, Joe Rogan's not a Christian. He's not a conservative. Mm-hmm. He just happens to be genuinely curious and like talking about, about things and have a quote unquote open mind. Mm-hmm. And so liberals have rejected him and conservatives have owned him. But there's, there's nothing remotely moral or conservative not that those two things are equivalent, but there's there's nothing of either one in Joe Rogan, and yeah, and yet people own him and they love him, and and it just feels. And I don't mind if people listen to Joe Rogan. I don't mind if people watch YouTube clips of Bill Burr if they're not the vulgar ones. But it, it just smacks of de- desperation, and and we don't have to be desperate. We win. Christ is King, and. We don't need to latch ourselves on to anything that's vaguely popular, that's vaguely in our wheelhouse, just to try and get some cultural cachet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. But it's also true that you do, unfortunately, sometimes to get a perspective on yourself and on the culture. I, I'm not saying this for Bill Burr, but for if you like Joe Rogan or you like stuff like the show No Agenda, you can get a perspective from the pagans on the lies that are being told that the Christians are behind on figuring yes. out. And that's helpful. Yeah. That's ab- helpful. Absolutely. Well, and obviously you can hear just from the way I'm talking that I've watched a lot of these people and engaged with their work. So I'm not, I'm not against it necessarily. I just, I do think Bill Burr is actually a pretty slimy example mm. of that sort of thing. He wouldn't be my guy mm-hmm. if I was going to. No, no agenda is <laughs> a little bit different or... Yeah, and there, sure. there have historically been comedians who are truth tellers that put us to shame. But I don't think Bill Burr is actually one of them, even if mm-hmm. he did say the phrase abortion is kill, killing babies. And all you, all you have to do is listen to where the audience laughs to realize they're in on the joke with Bill Burr. Yeah. And they get that he's not actually trying to shame them. Mm-hmm. He's just saying, hey, we all feel kind of bad about this, huh? Well, he's what he's doing is just... He's actually just a part of the cultural moment of bringing that shame more to the surface and making it shameless. Yes, exactly. Uh, Whatever article I just referenced a few minutes ago was where the the writer was saying, of course, we kill babies here at this abortion clinic, and it's terrible or whatever, but but we're going to do it. That was from 
that was from decades ago, and that was a woman doctor, and she had that tone of voice throughout the article. Right. But if you listen to Bill Burr, it's like it's actually more like gleeful. And the cultural moment now is that you just celebrate your abortion and killing your baby, yeah. and that's been going on for a few years already. And so Bill Burr is just riding riding the riding the wave. Yeah, I mean, we had all this Orwellian doublespeak for for years and years and years, but people do tire of that. And it's true. If you read the literature from the 50s, the the ethicists writing in the 70s, if you, if you, re, if you read the 20th century's literature on this, what you will find is that everyone who's on the philosophical forefront of of these issues is just saying, yes, of course we kill babies. Yes, of course we kill babies. And here's why it's necessary. And here's why mm-hmm. we need to be okay with killing babies, killing old people, killing because blah, blah, blah. And they make really sophisticated, they make so such good arguments that they can entrap you. They can ensnare you. You can read one of them. And if you're not careful, let yourself be drawn in because it just, it sounds good. Anyway, you're going to say something no. else. No, that's it. That's it. Just the inversion of shame. Like instead of trying to hide something and double speak about it, just celebrate it. Mm-hmm. It's just more, it's more raw, Raleigh pagan, I guess, than than abortions even have been. Celebrate your abortion, you know, shout it, say, yeah, of course we're killing people and we're killing babies and that's a good thing. Right. It's about, it's kind of equivalent to what we've talked about with feminism before. Feminism in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s had this chip on its shoulder in pop culture where you kind of had to say, yeah, that's right. I'm a feminist. But somewhere in the 2000s, we finally decided, wait a second, what if we just forget all that and... Just to make our Lord of the Rings Amazon TV show act like, oh, yeah, of course, women have always been all of our warriors. Like, uh-huh. we don't have to have a chip on our shoulder about this. This is just the way things are. Not a, what's the big deal over here? What's the deal? <laughs> so, yep. Yes. Yeah, this is an interesting moment in Indiana regarding abortion in lots of states, I'm sure. But we're kind of a middle of the road I don't know where are we at if people people aren't in Indiana or just haven't been following this stuff. Well, probably anyone who who who's following anything about national anti-abortion pro-life progress knows Indiana didn't have a trigger law mm-hmm. on the books. So a special session was called on July 25th. Still going as of this recording. We're just we're actually just a couple of days into that special session as of this recording, but yeah, so it's not <clears throat> I don't know. It's it's a it's an amendment to our abortion laws that that prohibits abortion except in cases of rape or incest or to preserve the life of the mother, that old canard. But it's not a, it's not a bill that has provisions for enforcement, really. It's, it's a bill that, that fights against, well, it, it's, it explicitly decriminalizes legal abortions as far as the mother and the doctor go, so they can't be prosecuted for yeah, killing a child. It's a pretty toothless law. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty toothless law. And um, unfortunately, it sounds like they've been making it a more toothless as this session goes and as uh, they Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so far they've added that it's not even to be considered an abortion. In other words, it's perfectly legal. It doesn't even fall under the what prohibitions there are in this bill. The legal you, category of abortion. That's right. It doesn't fall in the legal category of abortion if you quote terminate a pregnancy where the fetus suffers from an irremediable medical condition that is incompatible with sustained life outside the womb, regardless of when the child is born, unquote. So that's a lot of, it's a lot of jargon there, but the language of a fetus having an irremediable medical condition, if you Google that, that little phrase, what you'll find is all these Canadian laws right. relating to, like, euthanasia, basically. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, everything, every, <laughs> the, the whole first page of results on my search engine came up from Canada. Well, if, you're, if your laws are becoming more like Canada. It's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> no. You want to talk about a fatuous, mean-spirited society. <laughs> I mean, man. And not a society that cares about life. And a society that hates life, hates its citizens. I mean, I'm not racist against the Canadian people. I, I am not a huge fan of Mr. Trudeau, I guess. That's, that's <laughs> what you're hearing, folks. <laughs> I just saw a video today of him where he's like, oh, yeah, we need to regulate our farmers and make all our people starve, and it'll be good for the economy. And I sound exactly like Nathan's <laughs> Jordan Peterson impression, probably. But <laughs> Oh, man. <clears throat> anyway. So this is just a lot of wiggle room. What is an irremediable medical condition that's incompatible with sustained life outside the womb? Well, uh, do you think that the, the mother and doctor, some mothers and doctors might come to a different conclusion about what that is from other mothers and doctors? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. And so that's pretty gross. It, I don't know. Any, it's, it's just not, Indiana, for all that it's a, it's a, it's a conservative state, is not that conservative in a lot of ways. Yeah. And our, our conservative politicians are pretty weak, as it turns out. Um, and the two, the two pro-life state representatives that, in-state state representatives, that that makes sense, so representatives to the state legislature that have been fighting hard for years, as I understand it, were defeated in the primaries. That's discouraging. Yeah. <laughs> right as Roe versus Wade is overturned. So I, I don't know. Indiana needs your prayers. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> we, are, we are a state that in many ways has reaped the benefits of being conservative for a long time. We've had mm-hmm. conservative fiscal policies and stuff like that. And we haven't seen the kind of willful destructiveness that's overtaken cities on the east and west coast coast we haven't seen Mm -hmm. the kind of mismanagement besides in my beloved hometown of bloomington indiana which is uh, pretty overrun with homeless people and stuff like that the last time Mm -hmm. i've been on the downtown streets but uh, like here in evansville things feel pretty conservative Mm-hmm. But it's kind of that thing that <coughs> that happens with people where it's like, well, I don't actually have to fight for anything moral as long as it feels moral, as long as it feels like we're all just good old boys, as long as it feels nice. I can I can let the devil encroach here or there. So, I mean, I hope that that's not actually the case with Indiana, but <coughs> it certainly feels like we might be moving in a moving in a bad direction. Ironically, the wall. It's like we are, we are moral enough to want to push forward a bill, which I don't think is worth altogether despising, but it's so weak. It's so, what's the word? I'm not good with words today. Sorry, folks. I should have had another cup of coffee before we hit record. I only had a half a cup of coffee this morning. Oh, man. So what's the word for when you're like that, that guy that wanted to appease Hitler? When you're Neville Chamberlain. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What's, ah, sorry. Chamberlonian. <laughs> We could be a little bit like that, maybe. I don't know. Ben, you got any more thoughts on this thing before we call it an episode? No, not so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's too bad. This is a good opportunity for our state to just outlaw abortion. And if right. they don't, it will be a real shame. And I don't know. I guess it will simply expose what's been the truth the whole time about our state. Yep. And we'll just have to fight that much the harder. 
Yeah, well, I suppose if people don't know, because some people listening might not be from Indiana and they may have just never put this the two and two together in their mind. Mike Pence was our governor for the longest time mm-hmm. before he became vice president. So I don't know what that tells you, but it might tell you something. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he's a good man. I think he was better than Governor Holcomb, who we have now. There's a lot of respect that I have for Mike Pence, actually. But whatever you think about Mike Pence, he used to be our governor. So, And I used to have a Patreon for Sound of Sanity. I also still do. We still do, I should say. You can go to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Sound of Sanity. You can be part of our Discord. You can see videos that me and Ben post of behind the scenes stuff. All kinds of exciting things like that. Yep. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Sound of Sanity. Sign up for as little as the price of a cup of coffee a month today. And until next time, stay sane.